0: direct from Melbourne Courtside and from our offices in New York City. It's the Australian Open edition of the Tennis.com podcast. And here's your host, Ed McGrogan.
1: Hey, good morning. Day two of the Aussie Open uh, finished here. This is Ed McGrogan talking with Steve Tigner, who's down in Melbourne. Uh, Steve, hello again. How you doing? Hey, good. Uh, so just want to know what... Um, what you saw on day two, um, I know it was a, another pretty hectic first round day. Um,
0: there's yeah, a couple a lot of matches. Yeah, um, yeah, Pretty much, you know, Melbourne the Melbourne Park is this is bigger than I thought it would be. I don't think it's as big area wise as the U.S. Open, but it, it stretches for a long sort of one end to the other. It's a long stretch, and um, you just get the feeling there's match after match after match out there um, that you could watch all day. Like even halfway through the day, I heard a crowd noise for the Baghdadis match that I didn't even know was happening and went in and watched the fifth set of that, which was which is always exciting because of the um the Cypriot crowd and he had he had them going as usual. But I guess the first thing to talk about is seeing Juan Martin Del Potro for the first time. First time I've watched him play since the Australian Open last year and he looked he won in straight sets over duty, Sela. They played a really good Tiebreaker, fifteen thirteen, first set tiebreaker that pretty much decided the match. After that, the energy went down, but that was that was exciting. Um, yeah, I Del thought po- for that I, I, that was that one was on TV. I, I did think Del Porto,
1: you know, on, on many of his forehands looked especially, uh, you know, it's good for a guy who hasn't who's played about two matches in a year, and then yeah, uh, and, and and they came yeah, and they came during the tiebreaker where it was obviously the. Match at that point
0: was still kind of hanging the balance. Yeah, that, um, he was thinner and maybe he looked a little slower, but, um, other than that, he was hitting his shots and he just felt like other oh, guys pretty much back. He was, there wasn't much changed about him. He was, he was pretty emotional in his press conference. He talked about how he, how he thanked everybody who had, had been, he thought, who had been thinking of him and sending him messages over the, over the past year and how he was happy to be back and, Back among them, and he, you know, was, he's a pretty emotional guy, and he was, he got that way in his in his press conference today. So that was, you know, that was probably the big news of the day. Other than that, I watched a little of Donald Young fizzle immediately against Marin Cilic. He was a completely different player than he was in the in the qualifiers. Um, obviously, Cilic is a different type of opponent, but Donald Young was um, just didn't have it. Uh, I watched the Baghdadis match. I watched some of. Ricardos Barankas, another new, another young guy, 20-year-old Lithuanian. We talked about Dimitrov yesterday. Barankas is another guy who you'll probably hear more of. He he reminds me a little bit more of Nikolai Davidenko. Barankas won in straight sets today, and he's he's been getting getting better as well. Um, I also watched some of Annie Ivanovich. I don't know if you saw any of that. No,
1: I, I was actually going to ask you to, to kind of – fill in what you what you saw in that That was she, lo- she lost 10 to 8 in the third and um, that wasn't there's...
0: on TV where we're in the there... U.S
1: there was a it was some on tv it was um it was getting you know some back and forth coverage but that um i, I was just kind of wondering what you saw out of ivanovich just because um of a, a little bit of a mini surge that she had coming from the end of last year and um sort of trying to rein in that the service toss and pretty much everything mm-hmm. with her game and she kind of worked her way back into the top 20 and um yeah, you know, this is kind of a, you know, a
0: much earlier loss than I think some people would, would anticipate yeah, from she, her. Yeah. Um, her serve wasn't horrible. It wasn't she did have a little of the service of the toss problem, but um that wasn't the main issue. She was getting it in. I mean Makarova's a good player. She's almost she basically looked about as good as about as good as Ivanovich. They played a they played a lot of long um back and forth, sort of side to side baseline rallies and sort of a typical match. Um when it gets into the late in the third set and nobody can finish it off. It was you know, it was well played. It wasn't it wasn't disastrous. Uh Ivanovich was obviously disappointed. But Makarova is you know, she showed a lot. She's she she was, you know, as good as as Ivanovich, and I don't think Ivanovich was, Ivanovic was horrible. She she got tight and she looked like she she felt like, you know, it was a disaster in the making, so she sort of psyched herself into that.
1: Right, yeah. Um, Yeah. There wasn't, I I would say, besides that, the the day didn't have too much other, um, you know, too much other in the way of, of, of... results that really caught your eye for upset wise it was Lever, just labor
0: was yeah. a you know, blowout
1: labor's yeah, first three matches were done in i feel like under three hours if it felt like there was nadal who who he didn't he lose a game through, he got through with a retirement in 11 games and then even when the night session began you had clijsters just um adding to this this are Safina misery that just continues this is just the latest instance of it Six oh six
0: oh.
1: um yeah. so most of the big guy big players took care of business today for sure from what I saw so
0: sir as well beat um us junior lauren davis she was totally overmatched lauren Davis looked pretty nervous out there you know right in the right put right in the big stadium against the home favorite that match easily could have been oh and o it was i i think it was one and one but it was it could have it could have also been a double oh. bagel
1: yeah, it's oh, that's, that's amazing um, Anything um, Anything else From from the day or uh, The upcoming day three slate From what you saw, this will be obviously The second round starting, starting tomorrow um, Anything the else most,
0: that- uh, most interesting High profile matches um, The night match between Federer And Gilles Simon who has beaten Federer And Simon just won a tournament in Sydney I don't know whether that's a good or bad thing they, Sometimes you think that that the guy who wins the week before maybe he's tapped out by the time he gets here, but but Simone is a tricky opponent, and that's not going to be. Well, I mean, I thought Lucas Lacco might be kind of a tricky opponent for Federer, and he beat him. One of the, also an extreme blowout. So, but we'll see. That's that's something to look forward to. I think uh, as far as as far as top guys, that's maybe that's that'll be a, a little more interesting match. Right. Yeah. See the first real test from any of them. So. Um,
1: that's when we'll talk to you, then. We'll get back to you on that one uh, tomorrow evening, tomorrow morning, and uh, for the Day 3 podcast. But uh, thanks, for tu- thanks for coming, listening, and uh, we'll talk to you again next time on the Australian Open podcast.
0: You've been enjoying Tennis.com's weekly podcast. Thanks for listening. For all the latest news and events, head over to Tennis.com.